Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, this week in the Impactors service online, that Impactors is the faith community of the Catholic Guy Ministry. Once a week, I give a message that is a longer message where we can go deeper, quicker, because we do it in one longer message. And I did a message called, What Brings Impactors Alive? What can we learn from what God is doing amidst us? And you can go to this address, join some of the hosts, and you can watch it at a time near you. Or alternatively, if you can't line up on a time uh, when the hosts are there, you can go and watch it on demand. I encourage you greatly. This was a message that was ve- I was very convicted of. Take your time. There's a lot to it, but I pray it will very much bless you uh, as we follow after Jesus. Well, we're doing this series called uh, Knowing Jesus. And, and, and this really much, very much speaks to me about my relationship with God. I've often talked about Father Des, the priest who was a mentor to me when I was younger. And he would often talk about having a deep and personal relationship with Jesus. And he would always keep saying, it gets richer, it gets richer, it gets richer. As I recently shared, Rosemary and I just uh, celebrated our 41st wedding anniversary. I realize some of you think you look so young, Bruce, you've only been married about three, four years. But no, seriously, I'm a bit longer, a bit older than that. And, uh, and our relationship today is richer than it has ever been because of the time that we have spent together. And it's the same in our relationship with God. It just gets better and better and better. Let's have a look at this passage of scripture from Luke chapter 5, verse 27. After this, he went out, that's Jesus, and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax collector's booth. And he said to him, follow me. And he got up, left everything and followed him. Now, what's a tax collector for those who... Um, I'm not sure. A tax collector was someone that was appointed often by the occupying military force. Now, remember, in that part of the world, the Romans had conquered the, the, the Jewish people. And what they would do is that they would appoint people from the Jewish people, from the nation that they had captured, that they were to pay heavy taxes to Rome. And, and But what would happen is the tax collectors wouldn't just collect what was demanded of them by the Romans or the occupying force, but they would skim off the top extra and demand extra that they would keep. And so sometimes the tax collectors were quite wealthy in the midst of the local people who were very poor. And so even though the tax collector was of the same nationality, they were often seen to be people that were sinful, wrong, doing the wrong thing, and they were... Well, in many cases, they were very much hated. And, and so here we have his Levi, who's a tax collector from the beginning. After this, he went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax booth. And he said to him, follow me. It said to him, follow me. And he got up, left everything and followed him. That must have been some confrontation for Levi to leave what he was doing. Then Levi gave a great banquet for him in his house. And there was a large crowd of tax collectors and others sitting at the table with them. Now keep in mind, for the Jewish people, these people were hated. They were disliked. And then it goes on in verse 30, the Pharisees who were, and the scribes who were part of the Jewish nation, were complaining to his disciples, complaining to Jesus' disciples, saying, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I've come 
to call not the righteous, but the sinners to repentance. Again, verse 30. The Pharisees and the scribes were complaining to his disciples saying, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? So the Pharisees and the scribes, who were these people that Jesus often had conflict with, they say to Jesus, they say to Jesus' disciples, why are you hanging out with people who are doing the wrong thing? And Jesus overhears this and Jesus responds and answered, those who are well have no need of a physician. If you're doing everything that's right, if you're doing everything in keeping with the kingdom of God, if you're doing everything that God demands, well, then you don't need a physician. You don't need a uh, you don't need a spiritual physician. Um, but those who are sick, that is those who are separated, those who are falling away from God, um, they do. And then Jesus says, I have come not uh, to, uh, I have come to call not the righteous. What's righteous? Righteous means to be in right living. I've come not to call the people who are doing it all right, I've, but the sinners to repentance. Sinners to repentance. From time to time, people have said to me, how come you hang out with some people that don't go to church or they're living in ways and, 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 and doing certain things? Well, it's just not right. It's not right. It's wrong. Well, that's exactly who Jesus hung out with. And my experience is if you hang out with someone who's doing the wrong thing, if the Christ in you is powerful enough, they will be converted rather than we have to be frightened that we will be converted to their way. The Christian is meant to be a light on the hill. The Christian is the person who has power. And so the witness of our life, the witness of our life is meant to have an effect upon the people who are not Christian as opposed to the other way. Many Christians today are hiding their Christianity because we're frightened what people will say to us. But because we know Jesus, we're meant to let our light shine. Now, are there certain things that you wouldn't do? For sure. Uh, are there certain uh, things that if you are someone who's had a problem with gambling in the past, should you be doing ministry to people that's, who have gambling problem? Maybe not. Maybe not. But the reality is that we are meant to be the people who are loving and kind to people that are far from God. And if we're frightened by people who are far from God because of their lifestyle or their, or their manner of being is wrong, which it very often is, if we're frightened of them, where's the power in us? Where's the strength in us to be who Jesus calls us to be? Jesus is victorious. Jesus is the one who is powerful. And in him, we can stand in his way in our lives. That's what we're called to, to be powerful and to be with people who are far from God, because if we turn them around, of which I can tell you many, many stories, people will come to God because the gospel actually does work very powerfully. Loving Father, we give you thanks today because you're good. Lord God, allow us in the appropriate ways to spend time with the people that are far from you, have rejected you, maybe are living in ways that they shouldn't, not to condone what they're doing, but so that we're very clear that our Christianity shines in the midst of those circumstances so that they are converted by us rather than we are frightened by them. Father, allow us to be your light on the hill. And Father, we make this prayer in Jesus' name through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. That is hard to do, but it is something that we are called to do. Hey, don't forget to go to the Impactors 
uh, message. Uh, I, I believe it will very much bless you this week. Uh, it's a long message, but that's because we go deep quick. Hey, God bless you. Talk to you tomorrow. And don't forget wherever you are, God's never ever far from you.